Hello and welcome to the earliest breakfast game show, the most important podcast of your day. As always, I'm your host, Josh. And yes, the years start coming and they truly don't stop coming. On the earliest breakfast game show, we strive to be not only the earliest breakfast game show around, but we also strive toward making you laugh while educating you somehow. To maintain the first part, we start recording at 12.01 a.m. To maintain the second, we have guests on who tickle funny bones, and the third part often escapes us. <laughs> today's, epi- today's episode, we will have questions around Goosebumps, the originals. Ooh. That means all the R.L. Stein books from number one, Welcome to Dead House, up to number 62, Monster Blood 4, not including the Choose Your Own Adventures. <sighs> Damn it. Yeah, boo indeed. <laughs> it's very hard to include them. Uh, okay, and stepping into the spooky forest with us this morning are two intrepid adventurers. Let's meet them. She's defeated the egg monsters from Mars. She's been to Camp Jelly Jam, and now she's in deep trouble. <laughs> Two, it's Amy Sincock. Again. Deep yes. trouble too, electric boogaloo. <laughs> if only they named it that way. And you've already heard him there. Who could forget him? He's spent a day at Horrorland. He's drunk monster blood. And now he's careful what he wishes for. It's Joshua Capizzo. Yay! Yay. I have all the ones that I wanted. Thank you. The best of the books. Uh, Is there Mm -hmm. anything either of you want to get off your chest? I don't have any hair anymore. No hair? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, that's right. You're a bald boy. I'm a bald boy, bald boy, bald bearded boy since we lost. Not a bald boy like at tennis, a bald. No. (laughs) Look, that's another conversation for another time. Have you ever been a bald boy? Uh, That's another conversation for another time. Imagine if you're a bald, bald boy. Wait, I'll lay around. Bald, bald boy. A bald, bald boy. Do you reckon that's been happening before? Do you reckon there's a bald, bald boy out there? I think there's a podcast being like, finally, representation. Maybe there's a bulb, bulbous bald bald boy. I, oh, I read too many peas. I read Fox in Socks to Phoenix tonight before bed, and man, that book is still a tongue twister at age thirty-one. <laughs> Never read it. I think Dude. Fox and Socks is one of the few that I've not done. Goes off, man. <laughs> it that, kicks, especially when it hits the the third act. Shit gets real. The track is fire. <laughs> now, uh, the, the because, of course, being the earliest breakfast game show, we do have to eat breakfast and have a drink. Um, yes. But being Australia, we will drink properly, even though it's 12.01 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so this mm. morning's breakfast is crumpets. And mm. uh, yes. the drink chosen by our guest was gin and tonics. So we've all got our gin and tonics. Mm-hmm. And I do, some crumpets. I did, kind of, I did cheat a little bit. Uh, my gin and tonic is pre-mixed because I'm a cheapskate. I feel like we've gone, we've run the gamut because we've got Josh with gin and lemonade, you with a premix yep. can, and I've it's gone. Okay. A bottle. I oh, just showed I... it to you. I forgot where I had not a video that just, for a second. That then. just looks like you've got a small bottle of Bombay Sapphire. You're like, no, no, it's premixed. It's just. <laughs> it's hidden. It's false perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's premixed with ethanol. 
And I've got <laughs> gin and tonic with berries and pepper, which I thoroughly recommend for anybody that's getting a bit tired of lime and lemon. Very fancy. It's very, very good times. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Delicious. So, Sweet unfortunately... Tea. Sorry, what? It's delicious, but carry on, oh. please. I thought you said Josh is, and I was like, mm, please finish this sentence. <laughs> encapsulate what you are <laughs> in a short sentence <laughs> such as that I don't know if they can also my uh, I didn't actually have time to cook my crumpet so it's dry and I'm not looking forward to eating it but I will this reminds me of the time I had to have dry wheat bix I was better than with water <laughs> wait what this one of the episodes nice. I had dry wheat bix for some reason <laughs> was a, did you lose a bet <laughs> I don't have to lose bets to do bad things. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> Wasn't that, didn't we just not have milk that day? For four I think weeks? we had milk, but not enough. Yeah, so I had there milk was some reason. You had to have it dry, and it was impossible to eat. <laughs> if someone's going to fall in their sword. Okay, the scoring dry, today. Dry sword. Yes. Scoring today. Who wants it? I should like to score, if I may. Done. Um, Responsibility is yours. Does anyone have a good joke to kick us off? I do, but mm. I'm saving it for my own hosting episode. All right. Well, <laughs> in two weeks' time, we'll Jeez. get yours. Um, <laughs> have you got one, Josh? Yeah, you know, nothing puts someone on the spot more than being like, hey, tell a joke. And you're like, ah, ah. It's only, it's only if you've got one. I've, I've got one here to save us Could if we need. funny. <laughs> okay, funny, here we go. Funny, funny. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> A man calls the pizza place nearby and goes to make his order. Hey, you've called pizza. What can I get you? Uh, I'll have a margarita with onion and liver. I'm sorry, we don't have liver as a topping. Okay, hang on. Let me check with my mama. Hey, mama, they said they don't have liver. But on the ad on the television, you said that they cook the pizza and the liver. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, accent humour. <laughs> He's sexist of bed. all genres. <laughs> Look, honestly, my favourite part of that joke, apart from obviously the excellent accent humour, was that he, mm-hmm. he called pizza, pizza itself. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the pizza well, shop look. was pizza. <laughs> Hello, pizza. We can't Hello, do you brands. You know this. <laughs> That's true. I'm, they if I ever, the f- I'm getting a pizza like store a- when I grow up and it's going to be called pizza. Mm. Or own a bar like and the, just call it bar. Well, it's like the people yeah. who want to get like a restaurant and call it subpar so that it's like just the, with the review scheme to throw it off something fierce. Oh, <laughs> chaos. I love it. Just, uh, I think having a bar called bar would be good though because all the signs out there are just pre made for the front of your bar. <laughs> but people could also say, which bar are we going to? Like, I think there's only bar. one bar in town. <laughs> so bar. Yeah. bar. <laughs> only one person's been stupid enough to name their bar bar, so that's where we're going. <laughs> Is that the sheep bar? No, that's bar bar. No, bar no, bar. no. You're thinking I of thought that was the one. Yeah. I thought that was the one with the, the elephant that owns it. No, that's bar bars. <laughs> you're, you're, you're thinking of barrio, which is only open during the fringe. <laughs> what? Do you remember barrio? Think, or was that a joke? No, there was a place called Barrio. Josh, you're showing your age. I still miss it. Okay. Game one. It's called Who Knows It? It's relatively simple. I'm going to tell you a question, (laughs) and you tell me if you knows it. 
then you answer the question. <laughs> Wait, if you fail, I, was... say I knows it first. That's part of the game. Correct. If you okay. fail to tell me you knows it before you answer the question, your answer is invalid. Okay. So, are we ready? Mm. Yes. Question one. Which of these is not a Goosebumps title? A, a shocker on Shock Street. B, <laughs> the beast from the east. C, vampire camp. Or D, the legend of the lost legend. I know that. I know that. Oh, I think Amy got in first, but also we're on yeah. Zoom, so who knows? <laughs> well, you can see me, so <laughs> yeah. that counts for something. <laughs> I mean, that's cheating, Tam, but you are also they scoring. have technical issues? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, which one I... of you raised your hand first? <laughs> it was me. I'm I, a fool. I think B, the Beast from the East, but that's just a hope because I feel like Beast from the East is going to end up being a have racial undertones. I know it's not going to count, but I'm going to say it's D. You're going to say The Legend of the Lost Legend? Mm -hmm. And Amy has gone for Beast for the East? You are both incorrect. Yes! Well done. C, Vampire Camp, is one I made up. (laughs) Nice! That's the most believable. (laughs) My favourite... My, I love that you started with a shocker on Shock Street, because I'm like, (laughs) I love how that title has aged Mm. poorly. I think by... I mean, all of them have, but there's a question about that later. One of my favourites was Calling All Creeps. Like, of all the books, of all, of all the Gom- Goosebumps oh, yeah. books I ever had, I eventually mm. sold pretty much all of them, but I'm pretty sure I still have Calling All Creeps because I just thought, what a stupid name for a book. <laughs> I'm t- the Legend of the Lost Legend, I would have definitely gone for that if the first one hadn't mm. been The Shock mm, on true. Shock, Shock Street. I'm like, those Shock two Street. are so similar, but they can't both be. There's only one wrong one, so one of them has to be. And I, well, yeah. I agree with The Beast from the East as well because I'm like, there's some racial undertones yeah, there, right? but it's... it's yeah. I'm, I don't yeah. even want to see the front cover of that book because I, nope. I guarantee I know what I'm going to see. Anyway, I have... question number two. Mm-hmm. What does the RL in RL Steins stand for? Oh, I think I actually do know this, but I don't know. Uh, right I know it. Oh, Josh came in first. It's the letter choices uh, for Wheel of Fortune when you get to the final round. <laughs> I'm going to say it stands for Roll the Lice. Stein. Roll the lice. <laughs> roll the lice. Steins. So far, you're in the lead. I mean, <laughs> hey, Amy, what are, you, what are you taking a punt at? I feel like I actually do know it, but I don't. So I'm going to say Roland a, Lee. Roland Lee. I like it, Roland but it's Lee also Stein. wrong. <laughs> oh, dang. His name was Robert Lawrence Steins. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was a weird And did you know, I love a little did you know, did you know before he wrote these books, he was known by his friends as Jovial Bob Stone and wrote, and he wrote comedy. So I can see that. I love that. I can see that. His his name was Jovial Bob. (laughs) Jovial Bob Stone. So there you go. I'm changing my name in the score list to Jovial Bob. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to just be known as Stone. Sure. Done. So, yeah, I guess I better start just writing some children's books instead of comedy. Go the, go the other way that RL did. Now well, they're both horrific in one way or the other. That's true. Most of my comedy is horror-based. Um, so who played RL Stein in the recent Goosebumps movies? Oh, I know it. Jack Black. 
Correct. Mm. Movies was like because the sequel was a prequel, though, wasn't it? I thought it there was a kid. There is two movies, as to my knowledge, which is why I made that question a multiple. <laughs> uh, did you know as well? Jack mm-hmm. Black does the voice of the dummy in it, representing some sort of like split dichotomy between R.L. Stein and the dummy being his dark parts. Ooh. Well, speaking of dualities, did you know that in De- oh, Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds also voiced Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, I don't know any of this, so you can both have a point for that. <laughs> Yay! What a, what a good system. Jovial Question. Bob not doing great on the score. But Bob is so jovial so far. It's feeling very jovial, that's right. Very. Uh, what Goosebumps-based toy featured in Toy Story 4? Ooh. Uh, uh, ben, uh, I knows it. Damn, I've got Josh the knows I was. it. It's... Is it really a toy, though, a ventriloquist dummy? Uh, the dummies, yes. The yeah. film calls them the Bensons, but admits they took heavy inspiration from Goosebumps' Slappy the Dummy from Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah, Slappy. Plus, and this is something I dug up myself when I was looking into it, the Bensons is the name of the family from Welcome to Dead House, the first Goosebumps book. Ah! So they not only stole it, then tried to pretend it wasn't them, but then still used a Goosebumps reference in naming them. Well, I... It's a homage at that point. It was a heavy homage. <laughs> I'm sort of called it slappy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was one of the first ones that really creeped me out of, from mm. reading Ghostbumps. 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 The whole today's episode. Ghostbumps. <laughs> Do you want to know about my uh, uh, failed Goosebumps book that I tried to write? Yeah. Go on. It's uh, the ghost comes at midnight. It's uh, about a ghost that um, pleasures himself at the foot of your bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Want to know the what the is... twist is? <laughs> Go on. Uh, it's not a ghost. Oh, no. Josh. That's, that's, that's a true horror story. That's not a ghost. <laughs> These are children's books. <laughs> it's 12.02 now. I think I'm going to wear that. Moving right along. Uh, question number five. What month and year was the first Goosebumps book published? Hmm. Ooh. I know that. Amy knows it. 1992. Is that too late? <gasps> oh my god, is that right? What month? You've got the year. I mean, goodness gracious. Now the pressure's on. You've got a 1 in 12 shot, unless you somehow name a month that doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, I did just call them Ghostbumps books before, so let's not wait out too soon. Um, the month's got to change I'm going to say May. Ooh. It's going to be May. going to be May. Is it October? I'm it not going to get the point, but is it October for it um, Halloween? It is July Ooh. 1992. Oh, I was so close, Ooh. right? Because I was definitely looking for summer holidays for Americans. You got 1992, mm. which was impressive. I'm going to uh, May's the closer month. Bonus points <laughs> if you give me the book's name. Oh, you uh, said it before, uh, didn't you? Welcome to Dead House. I know that's the one. I have said it multiple yeah. times. <laughs> Still good. Chekhov's gun. Which of the Goosebumps... Sorry, question number six. <clears throat> Which... <laughs> Did you say Fireball? No, I said, I think the, said Bible. the Bible. Oh, yeah, okay. the scariest of all books. Yeah, it's true. The first oh, man. Read. There are some passages in that one. Um, question number six. Which of the Goosebumps series had the highest number of pages, and how many pages was it? Oh, I don't Ooh. know, is it? <laughs> this surprised me when I looked it up. So it's a lot of pages, um, presumably. Yeah. Kind of. 
Well, I don't think um, I know it, but I don't know which book. I'm just gonna. Can I just guess a number of pages? Go for it. I'll give you a higher or lower. Twenty. Lower. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say. Oh, um, I know that maybe's um, Shocker on Shock Street, three hundred pages. Lower, an incorrect book. Ooh. two hundred twenty. Lower. What? This is not long. I know. <laughs> this shocked One's me so much. One hundred and seventy-one. Lower again. One hundred thirty-seven pages. <laughs> one hundred thirty-seven. <laughs> Higher. Okay. 160. Lower. <laughs> 153. Lower. Jeez. Lower. Oh my god. 139. 139. And what was the title of the book? Oh, oh, I uh, um, uh, um, uh, the Beast from the East. Um, <laughs> Check out the. the- yeah, um, no. the, the Puppet Stalks at Midnight. But... No, that's not one of their books, I'm sure of it. No, it's called Let's yeah, Get right. Invisible. Yeah. <laughs> like I know, good. right? It sounds like a good time. I mean, I mean, Let's Get Olivia Invisible. Olivia John read there's the audiobook. There's a book. Yeah, there's a The longest this one's book was only 139 pages. That shocked me. It's like I big. Fo- were you shocked on Shock Street? I wasn't even on Shock Street. I know. If, <laughs> yeah, I, no, yeah. It felt like those books were longer, but we were kids. So I guess also a hundred pages, I guess, is quite long for a novel for a kid. Just, yeah, it's it three like digits, nothing. man. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Good counting. <laughs> Yay! Do I get a point? <laughs> no. Point for stone. Damn no, you're already it. winning, so you don't actually get any points. <laughs> <laughs> can Josh get a point? No. Yeah, look, I'll take a point. You can't um, sorry. <laughs> I'm scoring you don't a, get the choice I'm, anymore. I'm taking a point from Amy. <laughs> I'll take a point. Oh, shit. Carry on. All right. I just needed a gin break. I miss this wild west of scoring. (laughs) (laughs) You you should be thankful Jackie Chan isn't involved yet. So there were... Shanghai Nights? Yeah. Shanghai Nights was not a Goosebumps book. Uh, Question number seven. Point to Josh. There were... (laughs) It's a fact. There were four Monster Blood books in the original 62 book collection. How many Night of the Living Dummy books were there? I know that. Uh, Amy knows four. it. Incorrect. Dang. Uh, I know that uh, two? Incorrect. I know that three? Is it a trick? Correct. Hey. Damn it. I was thinking it was like a trick question because only one of them was called Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah, so it's sort of like a. If someone said one on that premise, I'd have given the points. Ah, dang <laughs> it! You wouldn't have had the choice because I'm scoring. I'm not scoring. <laughs> I have no power. I would have got. I would have gotten a Josh just like moral point. I'm the king <laughs> yeah. under the mountain. I have no power here. <laughs> I, could count, I could count moral points as well as real points if you want. Yes, separate scoring yeah, but- sheet, please. Okay. But that was also a hypothetical moral point, so it was like that's on a separate, separate scoring sheet. Yeah, and this wow. moral hypotheticals. This, this mm. is how the podcast is reborn. <laughs> <laughs> and Stone can have one of those. <laughs> Question the eighth. <laughs> Cooking lessons can be murder. Was a real Goosebumps title true or false? Uh, I know that. Oh, Joshy knows it. 
It's uh, false because the real title is Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Oh, double points on that. He got false yeah. and, he, and he got the real title. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I am a goose. <laughs> I mean, yay. <laughs> uh, here's what a do ghosts one. go? Like, boo. We're so glad here's a good one that, that made me laugh. <laughs> okay, Question okay. number nine. One Goosebumps title was simply two words repeated. What was the title? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, it. Yeah. Like copyright, copyright. <laughs> copyright, copyright, copyright. I, I, I that's All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um uh Oh. Um uh, Nope. It was chicken chicken. Okay. Nope, never would have gotten that. Nope. Million years, never would have gotten that. That's one of the greatest Ghostbumps books was Chicken Chicken. Chekhov's gun, Chekhov's gun. I was surprised as well. I'm looking chicken I'm looking gun. through I was looking through the list of all sixty-two, and then I saw one that's called Chicken Chicken. I'm like, bullshit. Then I looked it up, and it's just real. It's real. That's one of them. How are there? How are there only sixty-two? Like, well, it's only sixty-two books. of the first release, and then they oh. re-released a couple. They had to choose your own adventures, and then it became mm-hmm. stories to give you goosebumps. And then they blah blah blah. He made a ton. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Question number ten. Final question. Mm-hmm. Mr. Stein had a peculiar way of writing these books and claims that it only ever took him about three weeks per book. How did he start the process? How did he start the process for each book? I knows it. Walking knows it. in and out of an opium den and uh, going into a fugue state. No, that was only how he wrote Chicken Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I knows it. Did he? No, don't know. Sorry. He came up, up and he just looked at the bubbles and whatever shape they were. That's the story he wrote. Oh. No? Okay. Like having a incorrect. bubble bath. That's cute. Somehow incorrect. <laughs> now, what he actually did was he came up with the title first and then wrote the whole book around the title. Huh. So when you yeah, think of chicken, books... chicken. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's what genius. I mean. <laughs> It makes the whole series, reading through that list of 62 books, much funnier when you find out that fact, because you're like, a shocker on Shock Street. That was the yeah. first thing you thought of, and then you wrote the book around that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Does this mean writing it down and then being like, fucking why did I come with yeah. that? This is awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I also think... And he had to go with the subconscious. first idea. <laughs> this is his subconscious giving like a little bit of like, maybe that he's a racist as well, when he wrote The Beast from the East as a title, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, ah, Perfect. Then he probably realised how racist. Maybe it's not racist. Maybe he realised himself. He's like, oh, well, I've come up with Beast from the East. Now I have to non-racist it. Shit. (laughs) Non-racist it. He just made the East side of America. Like, he just made the East Coast. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's just like, you know, just the East end of the road that the person lived on. Who knows? (laughs) The (laughs) The Beast from the East point of the compass. Anything east of me is a beast. <laughs> That's a very special kind of uh, bigotry there. I like it. Yeah. That's a spin in circles and everyone's a beast. Compass-based. <laughs> That's not Compass-based how east racism. Works. Yeah, I was about to say, Amy, <laughs> that's not how east works. <laughs> it does in well ghost today. bumps. <laughs> it does, yeah, exactly. You're damn right. 
I'm writing a new Ghost Bumps book. It's whichever <laughs> way you're facing is east. I feel like you've got it wrong, Josh. It's not Ghost Bumps. It's Ghost Bumps. Oh, Ghost Bumps. Sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, copyright, it's copyrighted. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ghost Bumps. So, if I may, Scorer, can I grab a quick oh, score check and a crumpet break? Uh, mm. Jovial Bob's on four points. Stone is on six, seven points, sorry. Gostone. And Josh, you are on six points. You bet I am. Which is pretty <laughs> impressive considering you're not playing so far. Wait, is he on, is he on six points, did you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, nice! Yeah, there were six questions we didn't get between the two of us, even with help and guidance. Okay. Just when I finish chewing. so far, Stone. <laughs> okay, game number two. Oh, sorry, and there's also one score for Stone on the moral hypothetical scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're winning, you're winning there. Yeah. Mm, hypo- only hypothetically, hypothetically and morally. In a moral yeah. sense. You you've, got the, you've got the high ground. <laughs> oh, dry Always works. I'm not good, my friends. Well, oh, look, you need butter it, and Nutella. Mine has gone cold at yeah. this point, and it's not mm. a lot better. I finished um, mine in about like three bites. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. Mm. But alas, here I am. Um, so game number two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit you two down for a short interview for an advertisement that I'm running. <clears throat> as I need two actors to play the role of father and mother in the advert. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what the advert is for, but I am going to tell you an interesting fact about yourselves. Mm-hmm. As given to us, as given to us by our old audience hats, as I still have plenty of cards left over from our Doctor Trek in Space shows. Oh nice! <laughs> so for the audience, I'll edit in the moment that you guys guess what the advert is for, so you guys will all know for now. But at this point, Amy and Josh, you won't. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay. so you know, Josh, Time. you are cutting out yeah. a little bit with the old Zoom. All right. So in case you get. Um, Weird pauses or anything? Just a heads up, that's why. Carry on. Okay. So, <clears throat> some weird facts about Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, yes. you are a doctor with only one leg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Josh, mm-hmm. uh, you're actually a tea bag. <laughs> mm. Not a tea bag. Mm. No, no, that's what I, that's what I am in real life, but as an actor. So, you guys need to tell me what this advert is for, that you are auditioning for, interviewing for, we shall see. So wait, are you ready? think of the product we're advertising, is that what we're trying to guess? Uh, product or, you know, whatever it is you're advertising. The thing we're trying to advertise, yeah, okay, cool. Okay, okay. So you're a doctor with one leg, Josh, you're a tea bag. Tea bag, yep, not a D bag. <clears throat> yep, gotcha. Correct. Mm-hmm. Hello, guys. It's a it's a pleasure to finally meet you both. Thanks for agreeing to come in for this interview and audition. Uh, I'm Ham Salad, uh, but if you could just state your name for the recording. Hello, um, I'm uh, Dr. Proust, uh, Dr. Proust, and I'm just so you know, super glad to be here. You know, it's obviously very difficult um, to get a job in these environments and these conditions, obviously. We are an all opportunities group, and uh, I'm sure it won't hinder your work. You're right. It won't. Mm. And you, sir? I am Earl Grey. 
and you'll have to lean down a little bit. I unfortunately cannot uh, rise to the occasion in these circumstances. That's all right. We're more than happy to prop you up in this instance. Ah, yes, thank you. Now, Dr. Prowse, that name's very interesting. What are its origins? Um, well, I just kind of used it because when I became a doctor, my original name wasn't good enough. They wouldn't allow me to become a doctor with my original name, so... Um, oh, I just made go it on. <laughs> Look, it's, I what was your original name? I don't know if it's appropriate to share. I'm a doctor and Dr. Prowse is my, my chosen name, so I'd prefer us to, to stick with that one if we may. We are old friends here. (laughs) Not a problem. We can move on. Uh, So what do you think your special talents might have been that got you this far in the auditioning process? Well, hopping I'm obviously very good at with my one leg. I think that's going to be very helpful. Is that something you'll be... Ah, you'll be bringing that to the performance then? Of course, of course. Okay, so it'll be a full body then. Well, yeah, so from, well, as much of the body as I have available to me, yes. Of course. And you, sir? Mm. Yes. Earl, I'm sorry. I can... That's, uh, that's okay. You, you shall be forgiven this time, but not next time. I, too, contain a full-body experience, the likes of which can only be diffused over time. Oh, good. I'm, I know that it's, uh, it's usually a bit harder um, full-bodied, but um, it's, look, if, if this is the skills yes. you bring, that's great. Now, um, Only if you leave me in too long will it be a hard, full-body experience. Otherwise, just a full-body experience. I'm not quite sure how to take that. Um, now, I do <laughs> I do want to check. You're both comfortable working with this age group then? Yes. I just wonder if they'll be comfortable with me. I'm more of an acquired taste. I'm sure, and they they tend to warm up to uh, to anything they need to. Um, I love being warm. Have you have you worked in this industry before? Only for a very short time. Uh, I didn't like it very much. I felt it was too hot for me. And yet here you are <laughs> back again in the same industry. <laughs> But just, well, if it's for an advert, I feel like it's just for a short time. I missed my time in it. It was obviously the heat was too much on a long-term basis, so. Of course. And you, Earl? Mm. Yeah, yes, I um, enjoy uh, always coming back for the heat, staying as long as I'm needed before being discarded again. And what's, what's, been, what, what's been your highlight of working in this industry? I feel like I survive no matter what uh, is thrown my way or thrown at me. I always seem to survive to the next day, whether I be thrown into the ocean, attacks placed on me. Of course, so you, you tea related. So you enjoy sort of doing doing it outdoors as well as indoors. Uh, yes, I feel like I'm an all-weathered kind of guy. Awesome. Okay. And uh, are you both happy working behind the desk, or do you like to stand up while you do this? I much prefer being behind a desk where I can, so I can sit down and rest the old leg. I prefer being on the desk. Uh, <laughs> just, right. It um, could be the perfect combo my- that way. And are you usually using sticks from underneath or, or strings from above? 
the strings from above. It's kind of what keeps me propped up. Um, but uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, they sometimes mistake me as uh, one of the things that I'm operating. You know how it can be. And, yes, uh, no, that I can understand yeah. how that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. I I usually prefer the sticks from the bottom aspect. So Sesame Street's always been a very uh, mm-hmm. big inspiration for me, and I I know that that's that's their preferred method. Yes, they are our, our major competition in, in this market. Um, interesting. Uh, do, do you tend to have your hand inside to make them talk, or do yours not have movable lips? <laughs> uh, much of it have my hand inside, because the movable lips, you know, really make it more expressive. Indeed, mm. indeed. I agree. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> So, uh, so this, this advert that we're shooting, I just want everybody to understand that we are shooting an advert for. Muppets? Isn't it? Uh, mar- mar- marinettes, puppetry, uh. For puppetry, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppetry. Well, for a kids' well, TV say, show. I, I, I read that it was Muppets, so I'm leaving. Good day to you. Yeah. <laughs> a marionette puppet. We couldn't get Jim Hansen. We couldn't get him. <laughs> we had to go for you, schmucks. Well, after, oh. all, after all that, one point each for your characters. Oh, I was hey. points every time I laughed. <laughs> oh, that. nice. So, um, <laughs> to whoever caused so, it. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm now on five points because I laughed once for me. <laughs> but Stone nice. is on an incredible 11 points. How? Because every I think time you just spoke in that voice, I giggled. So <laughs> you get a point. <laughs> it was real bad. It was I think if we play the... If we play the tape back, I think we'll find that I laughed at you, Amy, a few times. So you can have a couple more points then. I have mm. one more point. I, I'll give myself yeah. one. Like the pity point. And one moral hypothetical. Nice. Welcome to the moral hypothetical party. <laughs> it's a fun so. party with the two of us there. Woo! <laughs> Only hypothetically and morally. <laughs> so as we like to finish all of the earliest breakfast game shows, uh, we'll round it out with game three, the one word story. Do you know story. how much the, uh, the points uh, will we work? Oh, yes, please. Um, sure. That'll mm. be worth 6 minus 11, which is 5, 6. 6 points. 6 points, so it's anyone's game. I was thinking, like, it should be the points equal to how many Goosebump books have been released. <laughs> 62, <laughs> yeah, no, 62 points. 62 points. <laughs> which I would absolutely not be adding up in my list. But Amy, oh. there's only 6 Goosebump books, so that's what we have to run <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Now, we start in Once Upon a Time, and we each go around one word at a time to create a wonderful story as fast as we can. Let's take some inspiration from the things that have come up today so far, though. Mm -hmm. So, a name, an object, sorry, what? Chicken chicken. Am I supposed to be giving options? No, sorry, carry on. Yes. No, 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 (laughs) that works for me. Uh, Chicken chicken is the name we need to use at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, an object? Chicken. Okay, so this story is just going to be chicken, 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 chicken. A task. Uh, chicken. Object, a, uh, uh, object, a compass. Compass, yes, that tracks. A task and a hindrance. Feed the chickens. <laughs> and the hindrance is a opium den-based fugue state. <laughs> We've That's got so right long. to the start of the episode there. <laughs> yeah. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Now you said it. So feeding the chickens in an opium den based fugue state. We definitely did this Jeez. to ourselves. I'm going to forget yeah, all the things. But well, let's give it a go. Josh did this to I, us. I, I was going to say, I think I did this to us. <laughs> fugue state. All right. Oh, God. I've wrote it all down and I, I wish you could see my handwriting because I can't even read the word state and I just wrote it. Oh, <laughs> chicken, chicken, compass, feed the chickens, opium based, opium dem based fugue state. Now, I don't know if any, if everybody's in the same pattern on Zoom here as I am. I was going to do like clockwise, but that doesn't work for everyone. So how about we go Amy, myself, and then Josh. ABJ. Gotcha. Cool. Oh, that's right. I'm listed as bones. That helps. Yeah. Showtime. Once. Upon a time, there was a opium den, and it was fugy, no, <laughs> foggy, sorry, mm. <clears throat> foggy, nearby lived a chicken. Chicken. The. Chicken. Proudly. Strutted. Over. To. The. North. Of. His. East. (laughs) (laughs) Fumbling. For. A compass. He found nothing. Shocked. He clutched for breakfast (laughs) within his knapsack. Ah. My chicken <laughs> must be feed. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing to the north. <laughs> One word at a time. North. Rushing to north. <laughs> Speedily. Chicken tripped, tumbling down to the opium den. <gasps> Hello, said Fugue. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that must know what Fugue really means. <laughs> It's like a heavy, dense fog of the brain, but hello it said fugue. We have a person called Chicken Chicken, all right? We could have someone yeah. called Fugue. You're right, carry on. Hello said fugue, um, seductively. Come to my chicken state. <laughs> <laughs> Weighing. 
<laughs> Stone? Chicken. I think we broke Amy. <laughs> this is trash! I don't know what sentence we're in. I'm confused. <laughs> I believe it started with weighing 40 stone. Chicken. Fried. <laughs> Dew. Do you say... I said Jew. Jew. D-U-E. Or Jew. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. You know what I said. Don't no, not I that kind of podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crying Jew too. He is. Wait. <laughs> Don't know how we got on Chicken. This. <laughs> it's got personal. Yeah, dude. It's a sad story. Is that the end of the yeah. story? I feel like that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> crashes down to an opium den with a guy called Fugue, and then he cries about his weight. Yeah. End of story. Uh, well, he's the moral. For a chicken, I said weighing. Than... I said weighing, and I regretted it because I was like, "Oh, weighing up the options," and I'm like, "Oh, why did I say weighing?" Oh, we'll never let you take that path. Yeah. Well, oh, I'd love to write that sorry, story down sometime. That. <laughs> uh, I think it was pretty I feel... broken. I feel like whoever listened to that is all the poorer for having listened to that one story. <laughs> Enjoy. I think, like Don't... all one word at a time stories, it's one of those stories that doesn't make sense as you're saying it out, but when you try and wrap it up into a short summary, it makes it the most beautiful story that ever was. <laughs> so, I like it? that. I like that positivity. <laughs> this was not, not sure one of it's... those instances. <laughs> yeah. It's better than the hernia one we did. Do you remember the hernia one, Josh? <laughs> I do. And Jazz still... and the, scat, the scatty one. Scatty one's my favourite. <laughs> oh. Jazz is not scat, but man, man. is scat jazz. <laughs> jazz is scat man, but man, scatting is jazz. <laughs> what? It, w- it was one of those ones where we actually got a bit of speed up, and then I think we confused Todd. <laughs> nice. He just panicked and started saying words. Yeah, he just said jazz all <laughs> <least> times. <laughs> Oh, as long as you guys just end up scatting, because that would have been just the, the easiest one-word story at a time. <laughs> but that, but you never know when the word ends. It is true. <laughs> this is very true, just like scat. Ooh. True. Good so, story. in conclusion... <clears throat> sorry, I still got some cold crumpet in my mouth. Yeah. So, in conclusion, the final scores are Amy. Oh, who, well, who won it, Josh? I don't know. That's up to you. Your score. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say that Stone won for, hey. for using the stupid word weighing and throwing me completely. So you win. Yay. Yay. Self-sabotage. Mis- you actually misheard him. He didn't say weighing. He said weigh like the weigh brothers. Oh. <laughs> That's really creepy. Ah, uh, Wayland's 40, my favourite of the um <laughs> He meant Wayland Jennings. That's right. Uh, well, Josh, as you've Jennings. won. Sorry, Stone. Um... You <laughs> Thank to you. Review your delicious breakfast. How have you found the gin and crumpets this morning? Okay, so gin and lemonade in a replace of gin and tonic because I have a sweet tooth is spectacular and it's been keeping me warm this very early evening. And uh, with regards to the crumpets, early uh, evening. <laughs> yeah, it's early evening's like it's, three, isn't it? <laughs> it's like earlier. Wait, early morning. Yeah. Th- 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I like to I define mean, this, this time period as late midnight. Ooh, I describe it as what the hell am I still doing awake? Bedtime. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, it's like someone's obviously died or, you know, I'm being robbed kind of time being like, why am I awake? Um, and speaking of uh, whys, the crumpets, oh, crumpets, Nutella, a little bit of butter. Like you, like I had the square ones. Mm. So you fold oh. them up and when you fold them up, it's like it gets ooey and gooey. And you just like him like mop up the butter and it's like about three bites and it's it's gone and it's just like sweet and soft and delicious and I love it so much. Oh, I like the so idea. You, you sound like you're actually turning into a piece of ooey gooey sludge. Ah, like, I love it so much. Aren't all like humans just ooey gooey sludge on the inside? I feel like he's becoming the egg monster from Mars. Whoa, throwback. <laughs> Chekhov's gun, Chekhov's gun. <laughs> um, now... Do you have anything you wanted to promote, Josh? Anything coming up? Oh, oh you know, hopefully the end of quarantine. Oh, um, yes. Can we all promote I will that? Be... Yeah, oh, that's my campaign. Uh, we'll end quarantine. <laughs> end quarantine. There's a lot of people over in America who are running that campaign as well right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in different methods. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, different methods. Um, drain cleaner is a very interesting method to end all things. It'll end, um, their, it'll end yeah, their no, quarantine. We do not recommend Look, that. I like since we last here I've like I've left a bunch of things I've started a bunch of things that I've then stopped it's like nothing to spruik at the moment I guess my LinkedIn page maybe go to LinkedIn me with the page hair. not necessarily Josh's just go to LinkedIn <laughs> it's great if you if you find me um uh, my god you've spent too much time searching LinkedIn offer him a job I've got a job offer him another a job job jobs <laughs> All jobs, jobs and growth. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, I will be uh, releasing my uh, uh, my ghost bumps books though oh, um, <laughs> under the pseudonym. Um, um, What's his name? Abraxas Howard Stone. Um, Abraxas Howard. What? Abraxas Stoward. Yeah, Abraxas Stoward Stone. Wow. I I don't even remember what you pretended R.L. Stein was, but I know that um, Amy thought it was Roland Ro- Lee. Yeah, it was Roland Roland Dicelyston. I think so, something along those lines. So, if you ever see the Ghostbumps series by Roland Lee Stein, you'll know Amy is behind this. <laughs> yes, it will be good. Amy, did you want to spook the... us? Mm. I would love to, Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed our podcast or anything that we've done in the past, please follow us. On Facebook or Instagram for uh, it's just Dammit Leanne, Damnit Leanne. Um, You're welcome. And even on Twitter, which we don't use, but you know, one day maybe. <laughs> I'm there. I get the notifications, so. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's a nice thing. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, please follow us. We like we like hearing from people. We like having comments to respond to. We like having ideas for our games. If you want to give us ideas rather than us having to make up dumb ones on the spot. Uh, that would be amazing. That was rude. My, I mean, it took spent some time making up these games. Oh, the games are good. Uh, Sorry, I just, I, I, I <laughs> totally the games are good. Our suggestions for chicken, chicken, a compass, and and an open whoa, game based view. <laughs> well, now we've now we've offended both Joshes. <laughs> yeah, I am killing it today. So please do send. Take you away. win. Take away. 
<laughs> Take away your moral point. So please do send in potential questions to us via our social medias or through the dammitleanne at gmail.com email. I love getting emails. They're fun. Send us anything you want, pictures we can describe in an audio medium or advice you want us to give everyone or just our guest. Other than that, mm. that is all from us. Are there any final words? Nope. Any Chekhov's guns uh, we didn't fire off? Mm, oh, slappy. There goes Amy's. <laughs> there you go, Slappy's back. <laughs> guess, guess who's back. Thanks for being a part of our show, listeners. And remember, the earliest breakfast game show is the most important podcast of your day. Mm-hmm.